fake podcast music. Hello and welcome to Michigan Another Mayhem, the show about Michigan. Murder, mysteries, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie. And Jen. And Jay. So I've got my cousin Jay here again because this time we're going to, my subject is Pablo. Pablo Island Amusement Park. And Jay and I used to go. Oh yeah. Back in the day. That's uh, we could I could talk about the park and then we could talk about being at the park. Went a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, Jen. What about you? I'm gonna talk about Stephen McAfee murdered, March 2016, disappeared. Dun, 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 dun. In Macomb County. Okay, Michigan. Michigan. I try to stick with Michigan. Yeah. Well, apparently we've got plenty. Yeah, we. You know do. what I mean? Because <laughs> this one's recent. This one. I think solved in 2017. Solved in 2017, and I believe it was all said and done in 2019, February 2019. All right, you want to go first? No, I'm going to let you go first. I wasn't ready for that. I've gone first oh, a few times. Okay, let me just go first. Okay. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Cool, I wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, y'all get ready. All right. I'll tell my story. Okay. Um, Stephen McAfee was reported missing on March 13th, 2016. This case, so he's reported missing by his parents. He's gone like three days. How old is he? Like a teenager? Yeah, I believe he was 18 or 19. Okay. And so he's gone a couple days. His parents report him missing. The police investigate. They have nothing. Have no idea where the kid, he just vanishes. And so the case goes cold for about a year. A friend, during that time, a friend of Stefan, Andrew, I don't know. Fiaco, F I A C C O. Oh, Fiaco. I have no Fiaco. idea. Fiaco, Fiaco, maybe it's Fiaco. Now it is. I got me. Okay. <laughs> That's Andrew. We'll call him Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Was questioned a few times, but he always claimed he knew nothing about the disappearance. He had no idea. But these two, when I say friends, I mean like fast. Friends. Inseparable. Okay. Like always doing stuff together. So for this kid to say he has absolutely no idea is a red flag. Okay. Approximately a year later, a witness came forth, a friend of Andrew. It was a friend of Andrew's ex girlfriend. So wait. Okay. So Andrew is the kid that was best friends with the missing guy. Stefan, yep. So it's Stefan who was the one that's missing. And Andrew's ex-girlfriend's name is Yvette. Okay, so, and this is Yvette's friend. Yvette's friend. Okay. Yep. Comes, yep. This is how you solve a murder. Yep. So, Yvette's friend (laughs) went to the police and told them the story that Andrew killed Stefan, shot him, and ultimately, a couple months later, Yvette helped Andrew get rid of the body. Okay, so why did, did it say why he shot him? No, this whole entire time, all the way through the court case, you'll never find out why he did it. Just, so he just they could, could have done it just because he felt like killing somebody and that guy was there at the time? Yep. Could oh, be. Well, they wonderful. were best friends. I'm going to guess by maybe fighting or jealousy. Yeah. Maybe. Like, well, he does. Girlfriend, maybe? Like, yeah. Jealous over her? I don't know. So yeah. Andrew does claim... That they did get that Stefan attacked him was his story. And so he attacked him so he had to shoot him. Uh, he shot him um, once in the stomach, twice in the back is 
What? Okay, what I always feel like in the back means that person was running away or yeah. curling up in pain. Curled up in the fetal position. Yeah, and like, please. Yeah, that's, you're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not fear for your life when people are either A, running away or B, curled up. Yeah. You know? So in April 2017, Macomb County police arrested Andrew, accusing him of killing Stefan. They also arrested Andrew's ex-girlfriend, Yvette. For accessory after the fact. I was dismembering the body. Yeah, so, yep. He did, they did dismember the body. They um, took an axe and cut him in half and then dismembered body and parts. And this is after he'd been laying out in the field? For about two months. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That had to be so gnarly. You put yeah. a piece of chicken in the garbage can. I know, it's right? for a day. Just one day. And it smelled yeah. gaga Right? It's <laughs> been sitting there for two months, two months. and they went back? Yep. And you know, oh, we, we've got our weather. I know, right? Yeah. You know, we've got our weather. You know something was happening. Oh, I know, Bye-bye. right? <laughs> So while yep. yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, while in custody, Andrew admitted to shooting Stefan again once in the stomach, twice in the back, um, and then he claimed that Stefan attacked him. That they were just walking in in the woods, and Stefan just out of nowhere attacks him. When you guys go out walking in the woods with your friends, do you carry a gun? Yeah, right. I'm going to now. Hunting. Oh yeah, what kind of a gun was like a handgun? It didn't say. Okay, because I was like, yeah, they're not out there hunting. You're right. You're just walking. I'm with my very best friend. The last thing I need is a gun. Yeah, you'd hope. Beer, maybe. Yeah, right. But not a gun. So when he talks about how he brought a vet. So he murders Stefan, okay. and a week later, he brings a vet back to the body. So they visited the body. He showed her. Like and proof? Or like, hey, look what I did. Wow. And then a month later, they come back. I wish, you know, boys shouldn't impress girls with dead bodies. I just want to throw that out there. Usually yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did become exes, so it's how it Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so they went into the month later, they went into the woods together again. They cut um, his midsection with an axe, dismembered him. A vet burned part of his body um, in Andrew's yard, and then they buried some of his body parts in, in Andrew's yard. Um, so fast forward all the way to recently February 7th of 2019. Okay. Andrew was convicted of second-degree murder. And guilty of felony with a firearm. And his sentencing will be in March. And then Yvette, she just gave up. She was like, I did it. You know, and she just pled guilty, no trial. And she'll be sentenced also in March of this year. I always wonder why it takes so long. Once you know they're guilty, the decision has been made. Why does it take three months to make a decision what the hell is but we actually yeah. recorded one you haven't heard yet. What is a speedy trial? Your Sixth Amendment, right? Yeah, which was, this one was interesting because <laughs> was, you're talking back, so yeah. in 2017, yeah. the he gets arrested, yeah. and now it's 2019. And we're still waiting on how long this guy's punishment is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, See, if I was, convi- if I why, knew, yeah. I think maybe when... You're convicted. I think there's probably that period of time you get to, you know, make some 
deals and yeah. whatnot or something. Because yeah, there has been custody for a long time. Yeah, there has been. Well, I think yeah. maybe once you're convicted, the sentencing can take a while because you're there no matter what. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I think that there some of the true crime show documentaries mm-hmm. I've seen where they ask, they they stand up, yeah. you're you know you're guilty, and then the person automatically asks to be sentenced. So oh. I think there's something. They okay. You can do to reduce something or to lower it. Lower it because, okay. and then some of them, you know, you're getting life, so you might as well just just tell me I got life, so I don't have to come back. Well, that's right? like, like Bill Cosby. Yeah. The guy got found guilty. Yeah. And then I want to say it was like eight months before he went to jail. Right. It was like eight months. It we know you're guilty. You might as well go there now. Yeah. And, you know, once they decide how long you're going to be there, you get the time served. Yeah, yeah, it's appeals. It's appeals. He's trying to get out of it. Well, that's like because remember he, he said he was too jail. sick. He said he was too sick to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's fine. Too, right? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, but yeah. 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 <laughs> he's a lot better now. He's in prison, right? I did see a recent article on him where he moved. They moved him from solitary to actual. What is that called? General population. General population. Wow. wow. Yeah. So he's I'm actually. I'm sure he's cracking pudding jokes or whatever. He's fine. He's okay. Oh, uh, I just feel like the no. I, I hope he's like not to get on Bill Cosby, but doesn't it kind of suck to not like? I always thought of him as such a good guy. Me he too. It ruined comedy. my freaking childhood. He did the clean comedy. He was America's dad on yeah. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no, he he all times be Bill women. Yeah. These women are just trying to make money, and there's like thirty five, forty of them. It was say like forty eight or something yeah. like that. I knew it was a amount of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so we'll talk about something better. Yeah. Okay. Pablo Island Amusement Park. All right. Ready? I've so. never been. And where closed. exactly is it? I'll tell you. Didn't okay. you say you grew up in Ohio, though? Yep. That's yeah. Why. That's I why. I think it closed. Cedar Point was closer. Right around. <laughs> yeah, we always went to Cedar Point. I think it closed. And King's Island. Yeah, yeah. right, right. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. I think, I think it closed, like, maybe a few years after you came to Michigan, even. Oh, okay. Um, so, 93. Because yeah. people were murdered. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, Wonder know. where this is going. There's no, no murder here. No, this okay. Is just, this is the Michigan. Portland. No, what's the yeah. other mayhem? This is the other mayhem. Yep. Okay. That's what well, I always say. Is it murder, Michigan, and other mayhem? No, but just Michigan, Michigan and other mayhem. Oh, okay. So this is Michigan and other mayhem. I've been listening to the podcast for that long, and I don't know the damn name. A lot of people think it's murder. Because, well, because yeah, you took cover a lot. A lot of, lot of murder. Yeah. A lot of murder. And murder in Michigan, too. This yeah. is fun, good old clean family. Okay, let's yeah, do this. Is, yeah, this is regular mayhem. Right. <laughs> so, Pablo Island Amusement Park operated for about 100 years, from 1898 until 1993. And I visited Pablo, it's okay, through the 1980s and early 1990s with my mom, my sister, and various cousins, like my cousin today. Mm-hmm. And I last went in the 90s with my mom and um, Dave, the man who was going to be my stepdad, and at least two of my future stepbrothers. That was the last time I went. And I remember that was the time I felt like I was so freaking clever because after going to Pablo for like, you know, I don't know, 20 times, it is so warm on the way there. It's so warm. You're hot. It's all day while you're there. All day, sun's being done on you. You're sunburned when you're done. And when you come back on the boat at night, because the boat takes you up the Detroit River, you're freezing your ass off. It is so cold. The water coming off the river is freezing, and I brought a jacket. 
<laughs> and my brothers were. Did you touch. tell them? Did they ask, should I bring a jacket? Well, you were, were like, oh no, like, no. They were like, oh, it's so hot. You got it because I tied my coat around my waist. You have a coat tied around your waist? I was like, it's going to be cold later. They're like, I'll be fine. I'm like, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give you like a little bit of the history of the actual island. Canadian. It is not an American island. It is a Canadian island. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. So the park uh, was located on Bois Blanc Island. That's the actual name of the island. Mm. Um, in Ontario, Canada. Bois Blanc Island is where Chief Tecumse, a Shawnee Native American, held his headquarters during the War of 1812. In 1838, during the Upper Canadian Rebellion, attackers were locked in the blockhouses that had been built on the island. And one of those blockhouses are still standing. It once served as a souvenir shop for the amusement park. Believe it or not. The island was an important stop on the Underground Railroad to Canada. An estimated 30,000 people came through the island as the estate system. So Bois Blanc Island, or Bois Blanc, is a French name, and locals had a hard time pronouncing the name because it's spelled B-O-I-S, then uh, space, Blanc, B-L-A-N-C. So they started calling it Pablo Island, which (laughs) which sounds very Michigan. You're like, I can't say that. It's a... Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? And it's it wasn't really close. Yeah, it wasn't even officially accepted when people would call it until 1949 that people were calling it Pablo. Blah, blah. Yeah, but did yeah, right? Canada, did Canadians yeah. call it Pablo Island too? Well, its legal name is still Blah, blah, but they will accept if you call it Pablo. Like, you can address stuff to Pablo Island and they know. Yeah, they're looking that. at you like you're an yeah. idiot. Right? I know they're like Pablo American. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of American, yeah. the names of our stuff. Hey. Hey. The island itself is about a half mile wide and three miles long, so it's not the biggest island in the world. At one point, Pablo Island was considered Detroit's answer to New York's Coney Island. Like, yeah, we're bad. We've got like our own <laughs> Coney Island, but you just had to take a steamer. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. The amusement wow. park had two ferries that launched from Detroit, Michigan. And the boat ride would last 60 to 80 minutes to reach the island from Detroit. And the park became famous for their ferry steamers. So that was where a ton of fun, the boats that you would ride there. Which could hold about 2,500 passengers each. And there were smaller ferries. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty packed when you were on there sometimes. On, on the way back a lot, too. Because, yeah. you know, you could take a lot of boats, too, there. And only so many boats are leaving at the end of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there were smaller So you ferries. could get stuck there? No, nobody did as far as I know. No, no, they didn't have yeah. ships with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> there were smaller ferries that brought people from Amherstburg, Ontario, and Gibraltar, Michigan. So Detroit had two steamers, but there are other two places that launched. So the two steamers in Detroit were called the SS St. Clair, which was built in 1902, and the SS Columbia, which was built in 1910. And it was the SS St. Clair that burned in an ex- accidental fire July of 2018. So that's the one you're talking about, Jay. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. The 109-year-old mahogany woodwork and upper decks were destroyed. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful boat. Like I said, there was mahogany wood. It was what that was around the railings and on the floor. Deceptively big, too. Yeah. Oh, it was big. It was huge. Hmm. So, Triple-decker. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The owners have the boat down to its steel skeleton, and they're rebuilding it in New York. Yeah, Detroit, we have no economy. <laughs> After restoration, the ship will most likely be employed on the Hudson River in New York. Because they figured they could make more money, the owners did. I do have in our show notes uh, an article linking to the fact that it's going to New York. I was thinking about maybe once it's there and rebuilt, taking a trip to New York 
get on the Boblo boat <laughs> and go to the Hudson River one last time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, so help me out. Yeah. That's a lot of distance to travel to ride an old boat. Though. Yeah. Yeah, but Allie's crazy like that. True story, bro. <laughs> um, and she'll be dragging years. us with her. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, when did Boblo Island close? 1993. When did the boat burn? July 2018. What have they been doing with the boat? It had been sitting for a long time, and then a group of people, I don't know if it was a group of people or just a family or whatever, somebody bought it and was going to restore it. So oh, well, in the, well, after it was the Boblo boat, mm-hmm. it was a nightclub. There was a night, I don't know if you remember that, Jay. No, I don't. I don't oh, know. yeah. yeah it became know. a nightclub, a floating nightclub. They would go up and down the Detroit River. Oh, okay. And it did other things, and then it was, like Jay said, docked for a few years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it caught on fire. Then it caught on fire. It caught yeah. on fire. Somebody that was doing restoration, I think Jack Torch or something, yeah. went astray. If I uh, if, if I remember correctly, that sucks. It, even though it was only last year, it was one of those blip stories. Oh this yeah, I know. Boblo boat happened. on fire. If you if you look up Boblo in any way and go to images and Google, it's always oh. just the boat on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's the roller coasters? <laughs> well, yeah. you've seen the roller coasters. It's yeah. probably not a picture. There were nothing bad. to be proud of. There weren't that bad. They were moved to other amusement parks and used there. Yeah. So it can't be that bad. But they're like the blue streak. <laughs> you yeah. know that that roller coaster that just warms you up for the day. <laughs> You're right. It's not now that shit your pants. I mean, they, they had they had one that did the upside down corkscrew. If I remember right, mm-hmm. that was the only thing that did anything other than just go up and down a couple of hills. Well, that was actually not that abnormal for them times because nowadays is when they started doing the mega coasters, oh, right? For sure. The ones that you automatically shit your pants because you're pointed it inverted down a hill or something like know, that. By ninety yeah. by ninety two, the last time I went there, I went right after graduation. The biggest roller coaster, the most exciting thing was just like the corkscrew. Yeah. And the corkscrew is kind of a joke at Cedar Point. Yeah. You know? Well, I remember yeah. when the Gemini was the hot ride at Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now that's like a kid's ride. Don't be messing with the Gemini. See, the lines don't take long, and, right. and there's some bang for your buck. You could do the yeah. hands across the Gemini. And, and they usually high play high good music on your way up there, if I remember correctly, they would play music. But riding, We're supposed to be talking about Boblo. Sorry. Yeah, riding on the boats was one of my favorite parts of Boblo. It really was. That's why I'm willing to go to New York. And it was like an hour ride. You had plenty of time to explore. Mm-hmm. So I like walking around the different levels of the boats. Like Jay said, it was a triple-decker. You can go, there were three levels to it. And people would feed the um, seagulls popcorn, and they, they were like fly next to the thing. And just, they were experts after a while. They know like the boat takes off, food's coming. Yeah, so they would just like, flock around the boat. And there was a bar on the boat on the main floor, and there were areas in which you could look down and see giant portions of the engine turning. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they had this railing around this area where you could just look down and see the engine actually moving. And late in the day on the way back, they would play music, and they had a dance floor. Oh, that's my favorite part. Oh, I love to get down. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> so some of the amusement attractions on the island were the Nightmare, which was the scariest roller coaster on the island. That's one of the court screws. Yep. Um, the Falling Star, which was one of my favorites. So you guys know the, you know what the pirate boat ride is, where you get yep. in and it has the pole in the middle and it yep. swings you back and forth? Well, the Falling Star, you sat in a box. Yeah. yeah. You were, like, standing on a box. You are like, sitting in a box pointing out. At the, in the pirate ride, you got, you know, point toward the pole. Yeah. Then the Falling Star, you pointed out, and it did the same thing where it swung you back and forth. And I remember one time, even, like, late in the day, just getting off the Falling Star, running around to the front, getting in line, and, like, climbing back on again. And I think Jay was with me. And we'll probably like, we did it 12 times in a row! <laughs> we did that with the Witch's Wheel one. I'm uh, pretty sure it was me. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> One time I lost my shit on a ride and made them stop it because I was like, I am now going to puke. <laughs> it was the kind that is fun. You're stuck to the wall. The wall That's the yeah, the witch's wheel. And I was like, I'm going to puke and it's going to hit the person next to me. And then the cat was like, no. No, the joke's on you. It comes right back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't do it. <laughs> and they had um, the Sky Streak, which is the one that was like the Blue Streak. Blue okay. Streak's at Cedar Point. Just the... It says street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few wheels, a couple turns. Yeah. yeah. The Screamer and the Wild Mouse. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. They have one almost exactly. They used to have one like that. Yeah. Like the one cart with four people. Yeah. In it. yeah. And those were the, the the large roller coasters on the island. The island had the classic Ferris wheel. Every every amusement park needs a Ferris yeah. wheel and a carousel. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of zoos, and they had one of those. But the only animal I remember being in the zoo was with like one sad skinny wolf. And I am not a friend to zoos anyway. I'm not really down with zoos. But when the management was selling the parks, uh, were selling off parts of the park at the mm-hmm. end, they did sell 44 horses, two goats, and a deer. So oh, wow. They must have been somewhere. I mean, I just didn't see them or I don't recall. Yeah, right? That's true. Those are just like when you're bored and you, you feel like you're going to puke and go look at animals. Shitty food. Right? <laughs> Lavo <laughs> Island had the uh, small railroad. That goes around the, you know, the classic. Everybody needs oh, that yeah. to take you around. Did Pablo have on the when they're going around the, the railroad with the like little scenes happening off in the woods? Yeah. With, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. If like they, little if scene they areas. That. They do yeah. that at Cedar Point too. Yeah. And I didn't remember it. Oh. Okay. When I went back to Cedar Point a couple of years ago, I didn't remember that they did that. Oh. Well, I remember one time with this girl named Heather being on the Sky Street, and something of hers had like fallen off while we're on the ride. And we went up to the attendant and we said, you know, her whatever, like glasses or something fell off, her sunglasses fell off. He's like, look, all I can tell you is to go look around the fence because, you know, the rides have a fence around them so you can't just like walk up to the roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, just look around the fence, that's all I can tell you. And she found maybe $100 because there was one $50 bill that was Canadian. There was another, you wow. know, there was because what happens is people had stuff that, Flies off the ride, right? And it gets stuck in the I just spent fence. my whole entire day. That's literally what I tried to get her to do after that. Plus, I've been to Bobo a million times. And I'm like, I've seen it all. We just need to check fences. And she just wasn't down. <laughs> but that's honestly how I wanted to spend the rest of my day. Like, we just need to stand underneath rides and, ride and wait for paper money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So... There was also a Bablo Space Needle. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Day, but it had the zigzag ramp. And yes. it was tall enough that it can be seen from Amherstburg, Ontario, where one of the ferries come from. And it has angled ramps that lead up to the needle. And for some reason, I hated that ride. I hated the hmm. zigzag uh, ramp. I hated that it went up and it was like all rickety. I felt like it. I was just like, this is how we die. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I didn't like the Bible Space Needle. Huh. It's actually still up and you can still see it. it still yeah, stands. the swings too, didn't they? Yeah, or you spin the circle. Yeah, that's I always felt like I was gonna just like the chain was gonna let go and I'm gonna go spinning into a group of people. <laughs> this is how I die. They're gonna have to tell my mother later. <laughs> <laughs> so the famous Henry Ford financed the amusement um the amusement park's dance hall. I only remember one for like a little bit. I remember one time being really hot, walking in the building, it was cooler because of the shade in there. And I'm just being like bored as shit. Like this would be a good place to take a nap, you know, like mm-hmm. later. But when the dance hall was built, it was the second largest in the world. It could hold up to five thousand people when at full capacity. It had a sixteen foot tall, fourteen foot wide self playing orchestrion, and an orchestrion's a large 
mechanical musical instrument that sounds like an entire orchestra playing. And the Bobo um, Orchestrion had 419 pipes and a percussion session. And the large dance hall also invited big bands to play. And they didn't rely just on the, you know, orchestrion music. Mm -hmm. When the big bands played, they were known to draw multiracial crowds during the 1920s. I did see a picture, and I talked to Jay a, a little bit about it, um, which they had scooter boats. What is a scooter boat? Okay, it's like bumper cars, but your boat's on the water. And I thought, this is dangerous because they were moved by the electrical impulses through the ceiling like a bumper car is. You know mm -hmm. how a bumper car touches the ceiling and the electrical impulses keep it going? And I just thought that water and electricity was like a dangerous mix. Oh, yeah. You got to the water and electric boat. That's yeah, how you die. I've been on bumper huh. boats before, but I don't remember a scooter boat. Yeah, so you haven't had a bumper boat and didn't die? Yeah, th those weren't uh, electrical, though. The bumper boats just were like go-kart motors. Oh, no, this showed a picture of... <laughs> huh. Maybe I can show it. It showed the picture. It's just like... Oh, I believe Oh, you. for God's sake. And But I remember Jay and I actually being on the bumper cars and getting in trouble a lot for you're not allowed to head on ramp people. And we would just start like... <laughs> run across and they could oh, just come geez. at each other like, let's go, dude! We're on an express concussion yeah. track. <laughs> uh, more than one time I remember getting in trouble at the bumper cars. But that was my favorite. I used to love that fake drive. Yeah. <laughs> the old uh, tiny cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love those. The state of Michigan brought a discrimination case against amusement park in 1948, which went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Sarah Ray, in June 1945, went with 12 other female workers from the war effort on a trip to Bablo Island. In the legal proceedings, they were continuously referred to as girls, despite the fact that they're women working in factories. And I just thought, oh, you always call them women? Like, why do you always call them girls? They're women. But the Bablo uh, company, and the way that it's spelled back in the day, well, it's spelled differently in two different ways. Back in the day, it used to be B-O-B hyphen L-O. And then sometimes it's just spelled one word, B-O-B-L-O. The Bablo Company had a policy in place that excluded people who were rough, rowdy, boisterous, or colored. So they used this policy to remove Sarah Ray from the steamboat. The company stated that they were able to remove her because it was a private business concern. Since they were going from Michigan to a foreign country... Canada, mm -hmm. the Bablo Company believed they weren't able to be regulated by Michigan laws, and the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the Michigan Supreme Court decision that the company was violating the state's anti-discrimination provisions. Oh. So yeah, they got busted for being racist. Awesome. Yeah. So that was in 1948. We went so there. Now I feel completely different about it. <laughs> I know, but that was that was before we were alive. I, I know. I, I know. I'm just being smart. I like to think it's different management. Under <laughs> <laughs> new management. Yes. Yeah. It has been hypothesized that Bablo lost customers and had to be shut down in the 1990s as it could not keep up with the larger amusement parks like Cedar Point in nearby Ohio. And it also had a very high maintenance cost, especially for the older buildings. And there was a poor management of resources. That was also an issue. It was estimated that 400,000 people visited Bablo the year before it closed. So people were still going. Yeah. 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 Four hundred thousand people a month go to Cedar Point. Right. <laughs> I know. How much? How much was or it more. to go? Um, it couldn't have been too much if I would go multiple times in the summer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was often packages, like not packages, but you, there was Deals. often you could go into like a grocery store, like a Bush's or a Kroger, and there would be uh, ten dollars off Bablo or even free Bablo tickets. Hmm. You know. Because they wanted to get to the island, get you to the island, so you would um, 
Spend your money on Spend games and food. Right. <laughs> yeah. did, they, did they charge a separate fee for the boat ride, or was the ticket part of the boat ride? I think the boat and the, t- the amusement park were all one ride. Okay. So the uh, Sky Streak was taken down and moved to a theme park in, park in Mexico. The Nightmare was originally moved to Six Flags in Houston, Texas, and it was renamed the Mayan Mindbender. And later it was moved again to a park in Amarillo, Texas, where it stays now. And after closing the amusement park, the island was renovated and became a neighborhood for luxury homes. It is now referred to as the Marina Resort Community. Okay. So they still have, um, I do have... So there's no chance for a comeback now. No. <laughs> and the buildings are all torn up. Yeah. You know, if you go on YouTube, I'll have a couple of videos. We can have one for continue the conversation in a couple of weeks, too, where urban explorers are now looking at Bobo. But I'm looking at it like, you were so pretty. Oh, oh my man. God. I'd love to go do that. And I looked at their, um, they had a log ride, and it was yeah. just like, you know, three bumps and a turn, but yeah. <laughs> it was everything. I thought it just cranked you up the, the hill. You turned and came down the no. other side. No. no. I actually saw a picture today. Okay. Yep. It goes literally... It must have been turn. a different park than I did that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe because all you remember is one of the turns in the hill. Not that exciting. <laughs> so part of it's still there, so you can go visit it. Yeah, some of the stuff in the amusement park. So the park didn't take up the entire island. Is it legal to go no. through it? Or is it it's trespassing. It's all... Okay. Yeah. But there are people who live on the other portion of the island because the amusement park only took up about two-thirds or a half of the island. And the other half already had homes on it. And then when the park shut down, they just took over more of the area for the homes. Stuff like the, that, um, from the 1800s, that one building that they had up, yeah, that was used as a souvenir shop at Bible, still there. So, yeah, the Space Needle's still there. There's still a lot of stuff still there. So we can buy it and and bring it back to life. Yeah. We can make it happen. Well, I'm going to actually do, I think, a piece coming up soon on different amusement parks because there was one in Wald Lake. I grew up, there was an amusement park. Uh-huh. No way. I am not shitting you. And it was there for like 30 years. Wow. And there was one that was in Irish Hills that was a cowboy oh, amusement yeah, park. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that one. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Irish Hills has all kinds of crazy old stuff there. Okay, they, they had like, like a mystery spot. Like a redone, the mystery spots there. There's now. all those weird museums and yeah, Irish, Irish Hills. That's a whole nother episode. But yeah, I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to do amusement parks. Yeah, in Michigan, I'm going to do some weird little ones that obviously no longer exists because I can't think of shit in Michigan other than Michigan Adventures. Yeah. And what is the one? Great Wolf Lodge is where my sister goes. Is There's that a few of them up part? north in, in oh, your yeah. Gaylord area that are like a little museum and then there's like 400 go, go-kart companies you know in a, in a city. I wouldn't say no. So, yeah. Go-kart. <laughs> we, we did one of those as a family trip and drove go-kart so much it was almost sick of it. <laughs> but yeah, kept going because it was well, yeah. <laughs> like, I would still to this day love to bumper car somebody. I'm like, I just want to full on, <laughs> no repercussions, <laughs> ram the shit out of another car. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get into Demolition Derby this year. Yeah. I went to Zap Zone and they have like the hover cars. And you're not allowed to ram people with those either. <laughs> like, it's all this safety crap. I know. Why created. do you want to keep us alive? This is awful. <laughs> Anyway, you've been listening to Michigan Another Mayhem with Allie. And Jen. And Jay. And connect with us at michigananothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access show notes, find site links, or correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Podbean, and YouTube. Bye-bye now.